When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Dawn, Stephanie, Kenny, and all of you listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, several, I don't need to tell you, waking up this morning, several huge stories. Uh, the Grammys, and unfortunately, sadly, uh, the tragic passing of NBA legend Kobe Bryant and his beloved daughter Gigi and seven others. Um, the, the numbers uh, kept moving mm-hmm. throughout the day, uh, but just horrible, just absolutely horrible in a helicopter crash uh, just outside of Los Angeles yesterday morning. Joining us with some perspective on uh, Kobe's legacy is uh, the ringleader of Score North and uh, one of the ho- the host of Mackie and Judd, 4 to 6 p.m., uh, our good friend Phil Mackie. Good morning, Phil. Hey, Jace. How, how are you, Steph? How are you, Don? Good. Welcome All to the right. show. I wish it was on uh, a better occasion that we had you here. Phil, I want you to talk about, especially for the non-sports fan, uh, maybe someone who doesn't follow basketball, uh, the NBA, or the sports world as closely as you. Why is it? What is it about Kobe um, that puts him in the upper echelon of of celebrity, joining the ranks of other folks that can go by one name: LeBron, Jordan, Tiger. Yeah. What was it about Kobe? I I, th- I think it's a combination of I, I think he's just one of the more uniquely talented humans of the last fifty years. But he's he he's he's uniquely talented. He's, he's also flawed. I think people can relate to some of the missteps he's had in his life. I mean, if you want to go down the list of things that he is athletically. He is in the 99.999th percentile uh, competitively. He won five championships. He once scored 81 points in a single NBA basketball game. He once walked to the free throw line with a torn Achilles tendon and knocked down both free throws. Creatively, he won an Oscar two years ago for for a, a, a short That's piece right. that he wrote. Um, and, and he has spent the last few years as an ambassador for women's basketball and... I think he viewed his daughter, not necessarily because it was his vision, I think it was because it was Gigi's vision, Uh, I think they both viewed her as someone who was going to take women's basketball to an even different level once she became 16, 17, 18 years old, and so he's, he speaks three languages fluently, he's just all of the, he, he really is an athletic renaissance man the last 15 or 20 years, and if you grew up, I was born in 1985, and I've been spending a lot of time thinking about 
mean, I've never met Kobe Bryant, but why is it that I've spent the last 18 hours just unable to function, basically? Mm-hmm. A lot of people listening probably can relate to when Prince passed away a few years ago. I definitely feel that way. And I don't think it's, it, it, it has nothing to do with whether you knew them personally. I think it's how much time they spent in your consciousness, how much time were they part of your mind in your life, and that being ripped away, I think that's why a lot of people are feeling it today. And appreciating the gifts and the artistry that they had, but also the authenticity of the man right Mm -hmm. and you know it's one thing to have a gift whether it's sports or arts but to take that gift and to use it to better your world your environment to make mistakes admit those mistakes and move forward in a way that is um just admirable just admirable talented people there's a lot of crappy talented people right yeah so when you can get someone that learns from their mistakes, they do good in the world, and they realize the gifts that they have, it is sad that they're gone so young. There's something about artists, there's something about musicians, you know, musical artists and athletes that represent timestamps in our lives, too. And I think it's easy to get really reflective when Prince or Kobe, when someone who... who Elvis, yes, right. you can go down the list, Absolutely. And don't you think, too, Phil, and I'm glad you uh, brought up the date and what he's meant to you because it also don't you think it also adds to his status the fact that you had Jordan and I, I'm older. We're, all of us on the show are slightly older than you. And, and I grew up more in the era of Jordan and uh, and not living in Chicago uh you know the bulls were everywhere pippen and and rodman and and jordan and when jordan retired i i think it's fair to say and with my shallow base of knowledge in sports many people thought okay well there's haley's comet and we're never going to yeah. see the likes of that again and then you have kobe who phil correct me if i'm wrong uh, it came as close, and then now you have LeBron, but I'm talking uh, right after Jordan. Uh, Kobe came as close as you you can possibly get to being Jordan 2.0. Am I wrong on this? No, you're you're 100% right. In fact, there's a video floating around on Twitter this morning. I don't I don't know who tweeted this out, but Kobe spent a lot of time when he was 16 through 20 years old when he was when he was first coming into the NBA essentially trying to mimic Michael Jordan's game. And there's a video, it's like a two-minute video of Michael Jordan highlights, every other highlight with Kobe Bryant highlights, the same fadeaway jump shot, the same celebratory fist pump jumping in the air. And and so there, there was a period where I think he was just trying to be Michael Jordan, and then eventually he found a way to bring his own personality into his creativity. And I think, I think you nailed he, he if you were If you were born... You know, if if you're 28 to 38 years old, I think Kobe Bryant probably is your Michael Jordan in a lot of ways. Yes. It was such a coincidence, too, that he played in the Staples Arena, that the Grammys was last night, that a lot of L.A. is like a small town, right? Mm -hmm. They all know each other. They all hang out at the same places. So it was really fascinating to see the impact of him as a sports person. On the entertainment scene in that arena, like I think people were really um, moved and shocked and saddened, and it was interesting to see all that play out in real time last yeah. night at the Grammys. I was I watched the entire sixty minute red carpet lead up to the to the seven o'clock start time, and yeah. I it actually was it was pretty uncomfortable because I, I some celebrities and some of the hosts wanted to loop in the Kobe Bryant theme, mm-hmm. and then 
I almost felt like the rest of it was a little bit forced. And yeah. I remember one of the hosts even made mention, hey, our red carpet ceremonies got thrown off because like Lizzo was supposed to come up and talk. And, and she, she, she doesn't want to. And it's yeah. like, let's just respect that. Let's let let's just let Kobe be a theme here. And I'm I'm glad that for the four hour actual award show that they, they did make Kobe a huge part of it. Because mm-hmm. you're right. He is culturally Culturally, Los Angeles, Kobe Bryant is a huge fixture in both of those bins. Phil Mackey from Score North joins us. And, and it all I think it also speaks to his level uh, of stardom. The fact that, and, and his role as a leader that you see, you saw yesterday, folks, and I, I told the story earlier, um, it was a, a guy that had interviewed him many times on ESPN that had, given this anecdote that said uh, there was a young NFL player that was really struggling and Kobe went out of his way to get that guy's number and call him and say, Hey, what do you need? Showing that Kobe was a leader, not just in the NBA, but for sports and for professional sports in general. Did you see that as the case as well, Phil? Yes, I think I think we're calling it Mamba mentality. So Kobe Bryant's nickname was the Black Mamba, and he just he, and just I guess just to sum it up briefly here. He would go into dark places in his mind on the court that allowed him to score 60 points and and not be fatigued playing 45 minutes in a game. And so he has built this. It's turned into a brand now, but he even built in Los Angeles, and this is where they were flying to yesterday, Mm. this massive youth basketball training facility called like the Mamba Performance Mm -hmm. Center or something. And you'll see if you just do a search through social media today, just search Mamba, R.I.P. Mamba, Mamba Mentality, uh, a lot of people sort of channeling his 20-year mantra for squeezing as much toothpaste out of the tube. Whatever whatever talent level you have, his motto is always outwork your level of talent so that you reach your max potential. And that's, that's the Mamba mentality. Yeah, because he was known not only for being a leader, but he was known like Jordan for a ferocious work ethic, wasn't he, Phil? I mean, he yes. was just, he worked, he would, the whole get there early, stay, you know, you, you're the last one, you're the last one to leave. That was another thing that he mimicked Jordan. He would uh, not, He would notoriously, you know, practice might start at 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning for the Lakers, and he would notoriously be in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning on a regular basis, getting up his 2,000 jump shots or whatever it may be. And that mentality... Because if you remember back 20 years ago, Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant were the two players that brought the Lakers back to prominence. And Shaquille O'Neal, much more of a gregarious sort of, hey, we're just going to have fun here. A little sloppier. I'm just going to be 300 pounds and bull my way to the rim. And Kobe Bryant was, (laughs) no, I'm going to be in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning. And they won three championships together, but... Uh, and sh- and by the way, they've they've made up, and, and some of the posts that Shaq has put out in the last twenty four hours too are just make you you know yes. make your eyes water. But, yes, Don. Yeah. So I, it's I I, you know, I I've just been it's been hard for I think for my generation of sports fans because like I said off the top of the segment here, it's just something that has been it's been living in our heads in our consciousness that Kobe Bryant represents the last twenty years of being a basketball fan, and now it's gone. It feels like Prince or even Kirby Puckett oh, from sure. twenty plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and we should note too, uh, and, and Phil alluded to it uh, in, in, a, in a turn of phrase. Uh, someone emailed us. Kobe obviously had a complicated legacy uh, off 
off the court. I want everyone to know uh, we're not sidestepping it. We're not uh, making him out to be a perfect guy. But it is my feeling, and I think Dawn uh, echoes my feeling here. I find it cold and inappropriate. To, to focus on that chapter of his life less than 24 hours uh, mm-hmm. after he has passed and his young daughter has passed. Um, there'll be time to dissect that and, and, and go deeper into the complicated legacy of this man. But I just want everyone to know we are aware of it. It's We're not sidestepping it, nor are we making it seem like this gentleman uh, w- was perfect and without fault. Uh, there's actually a wonderful very honest write-up in the Daily Beast that perfectly illustrates uh, the imperfection of this uh, athletic genius, and you can read it for yourself. Um, Don, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. speak for you, but I, I think you echo my feelings on that one. Yeah, I just kind of emailed back and said, here's yeah. an article if you want to know, because yeah. there's and questions to us, and it's like, yeah, those things happen, but now is not the time to talk about And it's about not that. our place, Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, it is... Each human has a place in the world and they make their marks and they make their mistakes. And when someone has passed, you wouldn't want anyone to talk about your worst moment. No. And it doesn't serve anybody. We don't learn from that. What we learn from is compassion, grace, humility. I mean, if anything, maybe he taught us some of those things. Mm -hmm. I would, I would just add one thing because I, 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 I'm sort of coming from the point of view, too, that, hey, however you want to grieve and react to this, I'm not going to judge anybody. Absolutely. I do think it's very likely that Kobe Bryant, over the last 16 years since the the sexual assault case that mm-hmm. you're alluding to, he it's very likely that he has evolved a lot as a human as well. It doesn't necessarily excuse what may or may not have happened behind closed doors, but I think there's, a, I think there's another conversation for another day to... To talk about redemption and what somebody has learned from their worst moment and and what they brought forward for their last fifteen to twenty years. I'm nothing and, like the person I was at twenty one. Yeah. Absolutely nothing like it. I mean the same carcass, but that's about it. I'm a lot fatter. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you so, touch you touched on something that uh, I, I've been wondering about for a long time, and, and you nailed it perfectly. Existing in your conscience. And uh, I, I've had this feeling with a lot of celebrities passing over the last few years, and you really feel it. It, it hits you in yeah. the feels, and you go, why in the hell am I so upset yeah. by this? And it's you're right. They exist in our conscious every day or, or you know weekly, and, and that's, that's how it plays I mean, out. We can probably all sit here, and Kobe's on the list for me. Dale Earnhardt. I was a huge NASCAR and Dale Earnhardt fan. I stayed home from school the next day after Dale Earnhardt died. Right. And you think like why why do I feel so much more not to not to, you know, rank sadness in our lives, but why do I feel so much more sad for someone that I've never met before yep. than maybe a family member that has passed yes. away in the past? And right. it's it's I really think it's about how much you spend time watching and thinking about them and how much influence they may have, either consciously or subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Well, I spend a lot of time thinking about you, Phil, so I appreciate Likewise, uh, my man. You, you being here. And, When's uh, our Disney trip? Come on. <laughs> Don't move Back in. On, come on. Thank you, Back Don. off, Phil. Knock it Back off, Phil. Back off, Biatch. Back off. Now, we are loving you until right about then. That's a special thing for McLean and McLean only. Uh, you can listen to Phil Mackey the beautiful Phil Mackey who will never go to Disney World with me on Score North. Thank you, Phil. 747, the Grammys when we return.